Hello and welcome to the amazingly confrontational experience of healing from John 9 and how the Pharisees of that time wanted to use that in order to pick apart the testimony and the relevance and the truth of who Jesus really is and was. Jesus threatened them and their uh, their whole structure, their power, their regime to the core. And this story blew me away today. Uh, it was actually hilarious because it's so, so um, representative of what is happening in our world today in droves. Okay. So I'm just going to actually start from where I started this morning, although I didn't actually read the part where Jesus did heal the blind man. But I'm just going to read, okay, I'm going to go back to nine, verse nine, chapter 9, verse 1, and read it, and then I'm going to pick up to the, the whole confrontation with the Pharisees, which is so amazing. This is John 9, verse 1. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. You're talking about Jesus going along here. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, which means teacher, who sinned that this man or his parents, uh, uh, who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus said, neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. And while I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said this, he spit on the ground, made some mud with the saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he said, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word, is mean, this word means scent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbors and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. Because they couldn't, and this is my little paraphrase, because they couldn't believe it. They just couldn't believe it. Their minds, their human minds just could not believe that some miracle had happened. It couldn't be. But he said, but he himself insisted, I am the man. How then were your eyes open, they demanded. He replied, the man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam, Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and then I could see. Where is this man, they asked. I don't know, he said. Here we go with verse 13. They brought the Pharisees. The man who had been blind. Now, the day on which Jesus had made mud and opened the man's eyes was the Sabbath. There was a rule in the Jewish law, um, even put in by place by God, that said you don't work on the Sabbath. It's a day of rest. Um so back to verse 15. Therefore, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He put mud on my eyes, the man replied, and I washed and now I see. 
Okay, this is my paraphrase. This is a great thing, is it not? This is just a miracle. It's a blessing. It's life-giving. It's amazing. Happened on the Sabbath. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God. Because they were questioning whether he was from God. He had previously made statements to that effect. Um, this, this man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, how can a sinner do so much miraculous, so, such miraculous signs? So they were divided. They were saying, how, how can somebody who is, n- is not of God, which they were basically saying, if you're not of God, you're a sinner because everybody's a sinner, right? So how can somebody who is a sinner actually um, do such miracles? And, and if you're doing such miracles, you have to be a man of God. Or from God. Um, finally, they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes he opened. Okay, so now they're giving him some power in his testimony. Hey, he opened your eyes. What do you think? The man replied, he's a prophet. The Jews still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? They asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he's our son, the parents answered, and we know he was blind. He was born blind. But how he can see now, or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He's of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For already the Jews had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Christ would be put out of the synagogue. So here are these parents, they're afraid because, the, you know, what I just said. And they're exercising their own <clears throat> prejudice against Jesus because he threatened them. Okay, um, that's why his parents said, he is of age, ask him. A second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God. Which is my paraphrase is he is where it belongs, right? They're saying, hey, you give God, almighty God, the glory and not Jesus. Because we know that Jesus is a sinner. This is what they said in verse 24. Verse 25 He replied, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already and you didn't listen. So here, so paraphrase here. So, so you can see the heart of these Pharisees. They already asked, but it wasn't good enough for them because they're trying trying to find some way to poke a hole in this miracle and this it's more than a miracle it's i it's the the evidence of who jesus says he is which is the son of god to them that was blasphemy because he was calling himself equal to god by saying that um so he said i've told you and you didn't listen Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Oh my gosh. 
that was a slap in the face. This man is like, hey, you want to follow him too? Like, basically like everybody else. And I love, I love this. And also the, the man knows they don't want to follow him. They, they're trying to pick holes in it. So he's basically saying, look, you're not listening to me. Why are you asking me all these questions? Do you want to follow him too? I think it's kind of sarcastic, actually. They hurled inserts. This is verse 28. They hurled insults at him and said, you are this fellow's disciple. Like, oh, okay, so you follow him. That's why you're saying this. But then they say, well, we're disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses. But as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. And then the man answered, now that's just remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. Marley, a little side thing. It's kind of another very poignant but sarcastic remark of saying, look, you don't know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. Where do you think he comes from? Where do you? You're proving my point, basically, this man said. Like, you don't know where he comes from. Well, hey, maybe he comes from God. He says, you don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. This is the man, the man who was healed speaking. He listens to the godly man who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. He's saying, listen, you don't know where he comes from. I don't know where he comes from either. But I'm blind and I can see. And God doesn't listen to sinners. God listens to the man who does his will. If this man were not from God, how in the world would he have? I mean, he, well, how would he have healed me? It says if he wasn't from God, he could do nothing. Even Jesus says, I don't do anything that my father doesn't tell me to do. Um, so to this they replied in verse 33, you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you lecture us? And they drew him out. They threw him out. That last, it just, that last verse just, it, it just exemplifies their heart. They were righteous. They were haughty. They were arrogant. They thought they knew everything. They were not willing to listen to this man, especially since it was going to threaten their whole structure of authority, if you will. You're steeped in sin at birth. Jesus himself knew and said, no, it's not because of his sin that he was blind. But the Pharisees right here are saying, you were steeped in sin at birth, which is why, as evidenced by the fact that you were born blind, of course you were sinful. Of course you, it's because you sinned or your parents sinned that you were blind. Jesus, in the beginning of chapter 9, said it is not because of his parents' sin or his sin that he was blind. He's blind because I'm going to make, I'm going to bring light to the darkness. I'm going to do miracles and I'm going to show evidence of who I am and who I am, who God is. How dare you lecture us, they say, and they threw him out. They were so frustrated by this whole scene because they didn't have one leg to stand on. 
It threatened everything about them. I just, and then Jesus said, Jesus heard in verse 35 that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? The guy says, who, who is he, sir? The man asked, tell me so that I may believe in him. <clears throat> so basically, I think from that, I'm, I think G, when he said, do you believe in the son of man? The guy knew he was talking about, do you believe in me, Jesus? Do you believe in me? Uh, and maybe it was part of the conversation because this guy's like, well, I, I will believe it. Tell me who he is so that I may believe in him. Like, who is he? Jesus said, you have now seen him. It's me. In fact, he is the one speaking with you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Jesus had so, so much authority. Um, and, and he just brought it right back around to say, hey, I'm, I am. I am who they were claiming I was not. Jesus said, For judgment I have come into this world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will become blind. Some Pharisees, some Pharisees who were with him heard him saying this and asked, What are we blind to? Jesus said, If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now you claim you can see your guilt remains. He's saying you're 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 blind in your spirit. You're blind in your heart. And that means that your guilt remains. That means that there's something blocking, right? There there's there's sin that blocks them being even able to see. Uh this is amazing. This is an amazing chapter. Because this is where we live today, full force, full force.